0: Before we start today's show, I want to let everybody know where you can find, interact, and support the show. First, follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. Again, WBGCast on Twitter. Second, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Also, don't forget to give us a rating review so that other people like you can find the show too. Three, support the show by heading over to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast. Our goal is to eventually remove all ads from the podcast. Help us get to that goal by going to patreon.com forward slash WBG cast. And if you sign up for the $5 a month contribution, we'll give you a shout out at the end of every episode. Thank you for your support.
1: Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast, Episode 18. It's Tuesday, May 14, 2019. I'm Brett Jackson, and joining me, as always, is Michael Dewey. That's me. Hey, how you
0: doing? Good. Nice. Yeah, it's been it's been a really busy work uh, work week. Um, I will admit, though, I did play some uh, some games in the evening, probably more than I should have. I was pretty tired this week in general. <laughs> What'd you play? Um, this week I I splurged on two dollars and six cents, and I bought Rebellion Star Wars Rebellion. Big money, <laughs> big money, uh, money money, big bills, y'all. How does it hold um, up? So what was that? How does Rebellion hold up? You know, so there was there's some things that I was kind of like, you know, I, I forgot how tedious it is. Um, But then at the same time, it took me straight back to when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, just enthralled in that game. Um, It takes you through the emotions of, oh, shoot, I am going to die. I'm not prepared for anything. And then you counter back and you fight back and it's really rewarding. I I just find it it scratches all my strategy itch in my head. Um, Definitely a good mental brain one. So I played on easy. I played alliance, and I played on a small galaxy. So I went super easy the first time, and it still took me two nights to get done. About eight hours worth of playtime. That's what's crazy about that game is easy on a small galaxy can take about eight hours if you really want to go super in depth. Um, if you want to try to speed run it, then yeah, you can you can do that, but you're playing more on the risk of losing the game because you're not fortifying yourself as you go. Um, so yeah i want to try to play a medium on a medium galaxy so
1: have you ever played or
0: seen star wars rebellion the board game yes i have (laughs) um i think that i can't remember is that the one where you play is that like the dungeons and dragons style one uh is that
1: i'm not sure i because i was just looking on my phone up to see like screenshots of rebellion just to remind me but and then i all that's coming up is the board game (laughs) <laughs> um and it kind of looks like there's like a galaxy map that kind of reminds me of the old PC game. Oh, okay. I don't know if the rule set is this is at all similar, but
0: Yeah. I don't know if it is or not. if it's the same I'm trying to remember um what the board game is. We used to play it when I was in Walla Walla. Um and that one was kind of fun. It's kind of the like Dungeons and Dragons style, style Star Wars game. And you can be a Jedi. You can be a bounty hunter.
1: I know, like, I don't know the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. Because that's the one I see every every time we're in, like, Barnes and Nobles or any of those shops. Like, I always see the ones with the miniatures. Yes, um, exactly. It's Imperial Assault. That's it. But this one here, I'm just going to stick my phone up to my webcam so you can see. Oh, yeah. No, I have it up right
0: now. I can see the...
1: Oh, the Rebellion one? Yeah, it it's almost cool. has. Like, it's like a map it's like a galaxy map with like like that's the board. Yeah. And it has like I mean it's it shows like cards and tokens and I don't know. It just it reminds looks me of it. It's very similar to the
0: actual game that, that uh I don't know how much it
1: is, but it's like if we were ever live in the same area, we should get it and try oh, it. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks like there's also expansions for it for like Rise of Empire expansion. Um I'm not sure if Star Wars Armada game is part of that or not but yeah Brett we gotta move closer together
1: I know. Um, I don't play many board games besides like weird offshoot ones with my family so yeah they wouldn't play these kind
0: <laughs> Um. well we got an interesting show for the rest of the oh actually I got a new app that I was gonna t- talk to you about Um you know how I always do the would you rather's oh yeah it was also kind of hard to find ones that either hadn't been used by other people Um, or whatnot. So I downloaded an app and it seems like a pretty fun app. It's a, would you rather, um, app on your phone and there's different categories you can choose from. So I'm going to let you choose the category. We're going to just randomly choose one and I'm not even going to screen it. And well, I'll screen it enough to make sure it's not completely raunchy or inappropriate, but we'll go with the, whatever the first one is. And there's a lot of categories. So there's popular impossible. Love, funny, hard, food, date, life, party, kids, silly, ridiculous. Yeah. So do any of those pop out at you that um, you're interested
1: in? Yeah. Well, you're going to we'll have to make a list. If this works out, we'll have to make a list on the show notes and then I can just random every time. Um, yeah. Let's go with food. Food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, true foodie right there. Okay, so in the food category, the very first one: Would you rather never be able to eat meat, or never be able to eat vegetables? I don't know if this is a good one because. <laughs> Ooh,
1: I feel like I don't eat a ton of meat, so I don't know if it would be that hard to give up meat. I probably eat, like I eat a decent amount of chicken. That's
0: probably the, that's probably it for me. So so let's let's add to this a little bit, which means if you say I would rather not have to choose meat. So you wouldn't eat uh, never be able to eat meat ever again. That means you have to eat vegetables like every meal, like tons of vegetables. So it's all vegetable type meals. So mm. squash, zucchini, everything. I don't or know. If you say no more vegetables, you get to eat like steak and chicken and all that every meal.
1: I'd still probably I think I should probably choose for my health the <laughs> to get rid of the meat.
0: Listen to your heart, Brett. Listen I, to I your I can't heart. do it.
1: I don't like I don't really like steak. So, um, we had a
0: bad experience cooking chicken once too. So that might be why you don't like steak. To be
1: fair, is I have had other steak besides, um, just that one where we smoked out our apartment, but, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just, I don't need a lot of beef or like anything. So, but it would be hard to give up like chicken quesadillas. I make those a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I'll take the vegetables. I'll be healthy.
0: Ah, smart man. I, so I'm going to tell the story. For those who don't know this story, we were in college. Uh, I think Brett was a freshman or shortly afterwards in college, and I was a senior. And um, we had our own apartment, um, or maybe I was living with Dom, and you were just coming over to hang out. Yeah, I, think. I don't.
1: I don't think I actually lived there. I think I was just. We were just making dinner over there for some reason.
0: Okay, and yeah, I was with Dom. I was dating Serene at the time, so Cassandra remembers this happening. Anyways, we wanted to make chicken. We had been watching a lot of cooking shows. And we thought, you know what, we're going to cook chicken. Um, Another random insight is we both kind of grew up vegetarian uh, for the most part. I learned to eat meat. My family's vegetarian and I learned to eat meat from Brett's family. Um, But uh, anyway, so we're like, we're going to make chicken. We can do this. We went and bought the chicken and we like spicy stuff. So we start cooking it, doing everything. We didn't understand that you need to like cook it on lower heat to let it like actually cook all the way through. So it's like super hot. And we won't get spicy. And all we had were those red peppers <laughs> from Pizza Hut or Pizza pe- Oh, you know, yeah, from- like
1: the flakes. The yeah. like the
0: red pepper flakes. Red pepper flakes. And we had poured some like water-ish, so there's some liquid in the pan because it was very steamy. And so we pour these pepper flakes in, and we literally make pepper spray in the house and the apartment, and we can't breathe. Our eyes are burning. You can't go and breathe. So we are all hiding in the very back of the room trying to get breath and then running out to the kitchen and flipping the chicken and running back yeah it was bad and then we tried the chicken and it did not taste very good oh it was pretty bad
1: I feel like I've at least graduated my chicken making skills since then
0: but you, same here my steak ability has gone up pretty high and ironically my wife who doesn't eat meat at all is actually does a pretty good steak too she's done a lot of a lot of learning and research because she wanted to learn how to make me a steak one day and so she did and she She does a great job. She like cooks it, sears it, then bakes it with all these herbs. I'm just like, man. So anyways, but back to the podcast besides food, I I should go. I want to eat now. Um, We have a lot of really interesting things. There's been a lot of news that came out this week. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, lot, we have stuff about game releases um, that were announced this last week, as well as some information about Battle Royales, about streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, and also Epic, the industry there. So uh, a lot of great information to talk about in this episode. So let's go ahead and start out with the very first the very first game, Rage 2. What are your thoughts about Rage 2?
1: Um... It's out. Rage 2 is out. <laughs> um, that, that's about all I can say. I, I've i played Rage 1 a little bit. It's not it's not really the same kind of game. But um, if anything, it reminds me of like Doom. Of course, it's like Doom because it's made by the guys that made Doom. Um, so it, it looks like Doom uh, when you're like watching the weapons and the shooting and the style of combat yeah. mixed with like Mad Max maybe. Because um, there was a Mad Max game that came out couple years ago that i i haven't played but it was made by avalanche who are also partnered on this game so it's kind of like those two games mixed together a little bit um i don't know if it's particularly my cup of tea it's kind of an open world it's single player too it's not there's no multiplayer as far as i know it's just an open world like story shooter exploration kind of game (laughs) yeah Um, but i mean if you like doom or mad max i you'll probably enjoy rage 2 i would imagine uh, because it looks like it has really fun combat with cool weapons Um, and it has some of the vehicle stuff from what i've seen like from mad max where you can there'll be like convoys of you know vehicles like scavenger vehicles that'll be driving down and you have to like drive up beside them and and shoot them and like rip into them and stuff Um, What,
0: yeah, um, what, how did Rage One do? Was it a rather successful game as well, (laughs) or did it kind of just?
1: I don't think so. It's, it's not, it's really old, so I don't, I'm not really sure, but I don't, I don't think it did very well. And, and it wasn't made by the same people, so I think it was just probably a property that they had that they hadn't touched in a while, and maybe they felt like they had the right studios to make it this time, um, to make something cool because i know that they probably wanted to do more with doom being so successful besides just making doom eternal yeah and this was probably the way to do that especially with avalanche involved because mad max i think was another one that like i think a lot of people liked but i don't i don't know how well it did in its own right but uh i think a lot of people liked it but it was just like they wanted to give it another shot i
0: guess gotcha so yeah okay. but that's out now
1: uh it's already on. It's already on fifty dollars. I think I saw somewhere. Oh um, no! Which is, I don't know if that's a bad thing anymore. It's hard to tell because I feel like that happens so much anymore. So often. Uh, just, just because there's so many retailers, and then if anybody puts it on sale, Amazon follows suit, and then like a couple other people usually do. So I don't know. But it's, I've, I've watched like a few, couple reviews. Uh, it's not like, I don't know if it's getting any like amazing scores, but it's not. It's kind of middle of the road.
0: Yeah. Uh, and o- OpenCritic.com, uh, which is the site that I like to go to for my reviews, typically. Um, everybody has their own sites, but I, I really resonate typically with how OpenCritic handles their reviews. They, they pull from a lot of different areas, and they give it a meh, you know, kind of a fair. It's not terrible, but it's not amazing. So, um, if you've been really interested in having that single-player type game, you um, It seems like it's a good one. The general reviews, the some of the negatives is they say it's boring and grindy, so you kind of do the same kind of thing, and the world is kind of dull. However, you have really positive, outstanding shooter combat is what they kind of give it in terms of the site. So
1: yeah, I don't know. I think that's the thing from watching some gameplay of it. It's like yeah, it definitely has really cool combat, like pulled over from Doom, which is really great. Uh, But the world, like coming off of the trailers, which were like really like psychedelic like bright pinks and teals and like really cool music and that kind of thing i thought it was going to be a little bit more like in your face with its visual style than it is and it's it reminds me more of like a you know desert mad max than kind of what i thought it was going to be yeah Uh, i thought it was going to be more like electric like bright color vibe all over the place and it's it's kind of more brown and sand and stuff (laughs) from what a lot of i've seen is which is fine but i think maybe that's part of it it's just like people doom was easy to like nail the visual style because it was it's not a big game and all the levels are really tight um so but when you match mix it with an open world it's like it's probably easier to get bored
0: yeah yeah for sure um so another game that kind of came out this well it got announced it's coming in september is monster hunter world iceborne
1: yeah so there's actually there's a couple of these um I guess I'll just call it, call it Monster Hunter like I don't really play Monster Hunter, so I th- I've been thinking about it because it's on Game Pass now. But I, I don't think I have the stamina for it because it sounds like it's a big ordeal <laughs> to get into that game. Yeah. Um, but so Monster Hunter World, uh, this was at the PlayStation State of Play, the last one that they had. I think it was last week. We talked about it coming up.
0: Yeah, um, it was the State of Play back in May nine
1: yeah and this was one of the trailers that they showed it's for i think it's an expansion or like a dlc it doesn't look like a whole separate game but it's monster hunter world Iceborne is what they're calling it and it's just like monster hunter world but on a snow planet with ice monsters it looks cool um i but again i don't know if i have the stamina to get into monster hunter world uh uh, or to learn like all the systems and if I wanted to do it, I would want to do it with a group. And I don't think our group is into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, not not so much.
1: So that's coming out in September. But this next game is uh, maybe more our cup of tea. Um, it's called Dauntless. And I actually had not really heard of this game before um, this article came out. Like it's releasing later this month.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so tell me about Dauntless. What What's exciting about that one?
1: So basically... It's kind of like um, if you took Monster Hunter. This is just from watching some gameplay in a trailer and reading a bit. If you took Monster Hunter and mix it with like Fortnite <laughs> um, huh. visual style, because it's it looks a lot more simple and it's like a little bit more stylistic, cartoony. But it's supposed to be like gameplay wise, like an RPG mixed with kind of some Monster Hunter. Like you're fighting big monster bosses and maybe some dark souls like type combat. Like it's about the weapons and stuff. It seems like still. Yeah. But the visual style and the approach that they're going for, I think is a lot more simplistic than something like monster hunter, uh, which that kind of is what appeals to me. Like if it maybe doesn't take as much time to like jump in and get started. Um, and it sounds like it is multiplayer. So it's, it's, I think it's probably up to four, uh, like monster
0: hunter. Yeah. I'm watching a lot of some of the gameplay, and you know you you can tell there's at least at least two people. It's at least co-op where I see p- two people playing at the same time, and it does seem a lot more basic, a lot more uh, very. It's it has a really big MMO feel to it. Yeah, um, it,
1: it it also mentioned World of Warcraft is like one of the inspirations, maybe um, just for for part of it. It's not an MMO, um, but I, I think if anything, Monster Hunter is probably the closest uh, for what I think they're going for. But if it's simpler, um, I'm kind of up for trying it. And it's free. Um, that's the other thing. Oh, um, it's a free-to-play game. So, it's, so if
0: you're if you're a free game whore like us, you know, get your definitely download this one um, and try it out. It it definitely looks like something that we could play for at least a Friday. Yeah, um,
1: that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe just try it once and see see what it is, and see like I don't think our group has ever tried that type of game. Yeah, um, but there's not that many of them that I can think of.
0: Yeah, I don't think. Brian might have I don't know he he might be okay with it He he's okay with playing Diablo but I don't think it really uh, tickles his fancy necessarily I think he wants to get back to Overwatch he's been yeah. been away from Overwatch for too far too long
1: well some, the only thing I thought about this is like I don't know how hard it is but I was like I oh. wonder it would it seems like something that might be harder and more difficult than Diablo which I think might make him a little bit more interested at least to play it with us for a night or two but we'll have it's to a, give it a try
0: it's so interesting with Diablo, still side note, is Diablo is such a, cra- like a just straight shredder, grind, kill everything, you know, <laughs> yeah. overpowered kind of situation. But if you don't really dive into the specs and the gear and everything that goes in combination, it has a pretty flat line. You know, you have to really dive into the complicated nature of the game to be able to advance in it. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's what's kind of weird about that game is I think we need for our group a little bit more linear, uh, less complicated type of game so that we don't have to worry about researching every single detail for like Brian. Yeah,
1: um, it's it's funny because I, I don't even think, well, and to be fair, I guess like we've played Diablo a decent amount with our group. I think even to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, that was fun. But I'm I'm kind of like, I'm perfectly satisfied with the amount that our group has stuck with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like even if we're all done at this point. But I, yeah, I didn't really think about that aspect of it in relation to how the group would take it. Of like, yeah, it you just hit a wall like immediately at end game that if you're not willing to put in the work like mentally to either yeah. just look it up or, you know, you, some other can do the work for you, but you have to look it up and, like, at least understand a little bit about, like, oh, like, all the green and red arrows mean nothing anymore. Like, I have to understand, like, what these, like, alternate abilities do and how this gear combos with this gear and, like, what that does to the numbers. Like, if you don't do that, then, yeah, you can't, you can't progress that far. And it's, like, yeah. and and there's, like... Tens and hundreds of levels to progress through, but you you really it's really like a methodical process that uh, that you have to go through. Which is I enjoy it, but uh, from time to time. But yeah, I think I think as far as the group goes, we're
0: probably we're probably done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, I've actually is, kind of enjoyed going back and playing some more single players of, of other games and stuff right now, and haven't played it on my own. I know that's time kind yet, of so. that's
1: kind of after playing Diablo first so much I was super into it even by myself like for the past few weeks um I've been I I told you earlier like I just started Battlefront 2 because I I, you were talking about it and I was like okay I have to have I have to have a reference for myself so and there's some other single player games that I haven't touched yet so yeah but anyways um back to Dauntless it's coming out um later this month on May 21 um nice for Xbox One PlayStation 4 NPC on the epic store um, hey
0: so you know what that means is when I'm in at your house on in Portland we could play that all together
1: yeah that's true that could be it that we could do that that
0: yeah. uh, could be that could be the game um, but there's another game that's coming that got announced that I think is probably gonna be one of the best games that is released this this year personally uh, it has its ghost recon breakpoint uh, breakpoint it's coming out in October 4. I don't know. I. Are you excited I've for this? Always, what? Are you excited for this? I see. Here's the thing. I never actually played Ghost Recon very much. Okay. But I've I followed a lot of the industry with it, and it's kind of like what I would call the like the single person um, COD. So it has a huge following, huge huge following. Like a lot of people like Ghost Recon. Oh yeah. Uh, the gameplay actually looked fairly good in my opinion from the trailers. Um, unless they decide to do something ridiculously crazy in the story and just botch it. I I think that people are going to actually jump in on this and be pretty excited and, and like it a lot personally.
1: Did you ever play Wildlands um, from, I don't know if that came out in 20, 2017, maybe ghost um, Creek ghost Creek on ghost Recon wildlands.
0: No, I never, I never played that one. No.
1: Cause this is pretty much the sequel to that. Um, in which, uh, my wife is very excited cause that's her wildlands was like her favorite game of all time. Um, and me and Brian and her, uh, played that a decent amount. <laughs> um, and I got sick of it because the one thing it didn't have was any sort of like cohesive story worth anything. Um, it was like kind of, you're in Bolivia like fighting drug cartels. Yeah. Um, so the story was just almost non-existent and like every single camp of drug guys was like, pretty much the same guys that you just fought at the last one. It just got really iterative. And the mm. map was kind of just all like Bolivia. Like there wasn't a lot of variety.
0: <laughs> it was all just really Bolivia. Yeah. You know? Like it's you've not been to a, Bolivia, you know you've what seen mean. it,
1: you've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, it was fun. It, it, it's really fun because it kind of has some of like a GTA, like randomness to it mixed with like the, uh, approach situation how you want it of ghost recon um which made it fun for us because like you can go in try and be all stealthy and like set up shots together like across the map and like one person can be like the sniper with drones or like one person can it's really fun to like strategize over chat like how you're uh, approaching the situation but then when things go to crap uh because they usually do then it's like gta where you're just like get in the car and like (laughs) and you're just like chasing (laughs) people or like running away from uh drug guys with like two people hanging outside the window with machine guns and like it's really fun uh it creates a lot of interesting like moments as you play the game and but i just burned out on it because it was really repetitive so i hope that um it looks like they're trying to add a bigger like overarching villain uh mm. with the guy i don't know the actor's name but it's shane from the walking dead or the guy that most re- more recently uh he plays the punisher the on that oh. marvel series so it's yeah. that that guy's the villain um which sounds more interesting to me like because the last one didn't even really have a villain apart from like drug guy um so i i'm excited for that I'm also excited that uh, it doesn't take place in a real place anymore. Um, so the environment just looks like this giant mismatch of all these different biomes. Like there's a snow mountain area and there's a jungle and there's like an active volcano on the island somewhere. So hmm. it sounds like they're going to they're doing that probably just to maybe add more variety because I know a lot of people got burnt out on it.
0: Gotcha. But so is, yeah. it, is it John Ber- Bertha? Burnthal or is it Ben Barnes or uh Burnthal that... John
1: Burnthal, yeah that's the actor oh, okay oh um, yeah and they just introduced um I'm I'm probably not going to go back and play this but I, they just added some like story stuff to Wildlands um and they and he's in it so like you can go oh, play and it's it's kind of like I think uh, like a prequel story where he's like on your squad or something like that and there's some story beats there if you want to kind of you know really be into the Wildlands lore <laughs> but i i don't it's probably not gonna be that great but i yeah i'm excited i feel like regardless of how the story does i like i'm probably going to buy it because i know ashley will want to play it super bad the only problem is um that it's only four players so um I, somebody might have to sit out <laughs> um but i i don't or we could play it like on Fridays with the four of us and then uh I could play it with Ashley with Brian so other times
0: too. Well, I was going to say I'd probably have to be the one to sit out just because um then you can play with you and um Ashley there, which I'd be fine with. I don't mind playing something else. Oh, you um, mean
1: like because our accounts are like cuz yeah. we share. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like yeah, we could do that or it doesn't matter. We'll buy another copy if we have to, <laughs> um, even for just for that game. It's funny because that's Ghost Recon. That's her favorite game. She loves Ghost Recon. But that's yeah, so funny. I'm super excited for that. It's coming out. What is the date? October four. October four. Yep. Yeah. So it's it looks cool. I I actually like really enjoyed Wildlands. I just wanted to see kind of what they could do, like in the next iteration. See if they could do something better because there's so much about it that is like. Really, really cool. Um, yeah. And it's and Ghost Recon is like a really, really good setting for a co-op game like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm excited.
0: Nice. Nice. So my favorite news or game release uh, came out yesterday. And... Um, or no, did it come out today? This was, was today, to- I think. Yeah, no, it came out today. And tomorrow is the earliest um, that they will potentially open up the beta for. World of Warcraft has their classic coming. They have announced that the official release date will be um, August 27, 19. So here coming up in four months, they are going to have their official release for World of Warcraft Classic. So there's no more heirlooms. There's no more um, uh, instance finder, group finder, anything like that. It takes you back to the old school easy to die grinding kind of abilities um abilities are nerfed back to the originals um and no so, new
1: animation or no new like character models i was kind of i don't know how i feel about some of it i was kind of bummed that it's like the old character models but i guess it'll be nostalgic um <laughs> but man they look pretty bad i guess it'll be nostalgic I, i'm gonna have to be I'll just have to be a dwarf again, I guess, because the dwarfs look okay. But the humans look like <laughs> look like junk. <laughs> yeah. Their faces just look all
0: smashed and messed up. Um so what's interesting though, is um when I'm looking on here, there's the a collector's edition that's gonna be released on October eighth. Um, for a hundred bucks. Oh man, I want it so bad. I'm, well, I was just thinking, I was like, man, I don't know if I would spend 100 bucks for the collector's edition of Classic. But... Yeah,
1: I don't think it's worth it, but uh, part of me just wants that Ragnaros statue. <laughs> but I don't know if it... that's worth $100, because probably not, because the other stuff, it's just the normal collector's edition stuff. Like a, You get two mounts and a mouse pad and a pin
0: <laughs> Ooh, a <pen. laughs> and
1: some art stuff which i don't care about any of that stuff i just
0: want the statue yeah um but yeah they're they're going to take it back to where you're going to be able to be ganked and you're going to be able to go ganking um there you know you can't really turn off so you want to make sure if you're going to be on a pvp server um make sure you are ready for that kind of a struggle um yeah man i what i'm curious about if they're going to allow it or or have in here. And I think they will because they're going back to it. Is I am probably going to dive into this game a little bit and do Twinking again.
1: Oh, yeah, because you won't like the XP, you don't get an XP for PvP, so you can hang at 19 or.
0: Exactly. So you can do that 19 Twinking again. I'm going to work on trying to get that Warlock. Um, that
1: would be fun to, even if like I actually I feel like Brian might be into that too um because he'd probably like the pvp stuff if we could go get geared out and have a group that we could sit at the end of the bracket yeah I would totally do that I I'm not sure how excited I am I guess I it's like I, I have to play it first and see yeah I, I definitely want to try it because it sounds way more appealing to me right now than normal wow does <laughs> Yeah, just cuz I and I've already played Battle for Azeroth and I'm kind of done with it. So, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm just Unless really interested. We decided to
0: do like the achievement grinding, remember? Oh <laughs> we, yeah. Which, we talked about. Yeah, we always
1: talk that. about it, but I don't know. It's a lot of time. It is a lot of time sit and my honestly, desk. we
0: we really only have like an extra like 2 or 3 days that we both can play together on in a week anyway. So, well,
1: and that's why the classic interests me a little bit more because I'm pretty sure Brian will at least try it. Um, and he told me earlier; he was talking to me earlier that he said like he's he's in. I think at least to start uh, and see how it goes. And I think yeah, Blizzard games usually work on the Mac, so he can play yeah. on
0: his giant iMac. So over over under, will he make it past level ten?
1: Oh, I think he'll make it past level ten. Um <laughs> I was trying to you know think how long it would take our group to get to 60 through just playing on Friday nights. Uh I don't know, a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it might take about that, but at the same time, um most of the problem for for the game was finding groups. Um and since we'll have four of the five people in a in a group and odds are good we'll have a dps and a healer or a tank and a healer in the group that's true we just Um, throw out
1: like you can get a dps and chat like
0: in a seconds yeah Uh, there's there's so many of them
1: yeah we should definitely if we do play with the four of us we should definitely make our group at least that way so we can just grab a dps and do dungeons
0: yeah i would probably be willing to go tank i love tanking
1: i would do tank as well especially in classic um, oh, then
0: I'd go. I'd go healer. I liked healing too.
1: I, I would definitely have to relearn some of it, but I I remember liking a lot of the stuff about classic um, a little bit more than tanking anymore. I think part yeah. of it though is because I know all the fights really well because I put the time in, and I never know the fights anymore. So I'm always like looking at the dungeon guide while we're fighting the boss <laughs> to try and read like what am I supposed to dodge or like what ability am I supposed to watch for. <laughs> uh, yeah. and as a DPS like you're a little stressed but it's not it's no big deal but i you can't do that as a tank uh but yeah i don't need it on the old fights though because i know most of them
0: yeah i would i would totally do the um my dwarf priest that's my go back to him and then you could be your dwarf um warrior i know it's
1: it's gonna be i feel like i should play something different but it's i'm probably just gonna roll a dwarf warrior again
0: yeah or I might do a gnome warrior, do a fury gnome warrior. But what I like too is like we're used to. If you go back and do dead minds now, it's completely different than what it was back in the vanilla. So like it's gonna be like a new game again. Yeah, you may remember been a parts of it. Long but,
1: time since we've done any of the classic stuff. Yeah, uh, and the in the entire like I've gone through classic zones in the new iteration like many times, just doing quests and stuff, but. Uh, a lot of the, most of the quests are different now, like, and a lot of it's removed because the, like, the path is so much faster, so they don't need yeah. a lot of the quests anymore. Um And all the zones are torn apart because of, you know, the cataclysm and the, all the stuff that happened afterwards. So I'm excited to go back to original landscapes and original quest lines um, yep. and having to, like, spend, you know, a few nights in, like... Westfall, instead of, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? Uh, that, that was... When I jumped on to play, like, the a quick um, level 20, up to level 20, I could get to level 20 in four hours. Oh, um, yeah,
1: it's so fast. I mean, and it's... I, know, I understand why they do it. It's just not the same game. It's not the same experience. And for, like, for the nostalgia's sake, like, I kind of want it to be the old game. I'm just not sure how it feels with all the old mechanics and all the old abilities
0: oh shoot i just realized i wonder this is one of the first things i'm going to try if we can walk up to the top of iron forge again
1: i mean we did it in the old game
0: yeah so i'm wondering are they do they still have all the same removed um wall walking Inability. ability so like that was when when they took off the wall walking ability um, oh where you can the, like
1: clip on the side of the, yeah. the side of the cliff face. I from what I from what I've understand, like pretty much everything is the same except for like networking stuff. Like okay. it seems like the like all that stuff that existed back then, even glitch type stuff, seems like it's gonna still exist uh and would work in this classic version. Um but then you get the niceties of like Battle.net net and they're cracking down on like gold farmers and all that junk um yeah so i'm i don't know i feel like i'm getting more excited as we talk even now so once the, i didn't realize it was going to come out so early uh i i wasn't even sure if it was going to come out this year or not yeah uh, but it's coming out in august so i yeah I, I think everybody signed up for the beta so i don't know if if I, I would imagine like two of us are probably gonna get in. It'll probably be Brian and Dom that'll get in. I was in. gonna say <laughs>
0: watch, there will only be one person who makes it in and it will be Brian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: he'll have to, he'll have to yeah, test he'll it have out to and go. give us his review. Yeah, he'll, yeah, bring him on, and be like, okay, give us your review of it and he'll say, Oh, I haven't had time. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, let <laughs> I me mean, install the client real quick. Um, yeah.
0: Haven't even haven't even I didn't even open the email. I just saw congratulations, that was it.
1: Yeah, I, um, that, I'm super excited. I've been playing Hearthstone um, a little bit more recently, uh, these past couple of weeks, just every once in a while. And I'm just like, want Warcraft again.
0: Yeah, seriously. So there is some interesting news about Battle Royales coming out. Um, so Battle Royales came out hot and heavy pretty much this year. You know, you had Apex Legends, you had Battlefield 5 coming out with their version. Same with Fortnite and um, all the other ones that are still out there. And it seems like there is not enough market for battle royales for however many people are, how many games are trying to pick it up. So like COD and everything. And part of that, the proof of that is Battlefield Five just removed the ability to do duo queue. Um, so they did that mainly because there's just not any interest in it. Um, which I found kind of interesting. And then also, uh, one of our followers is uh, Getting Brains TTV. He's a really good uh, Apex Legends player. He tweeted out uh, May 13, so yesterday, that he th- believes the level of ignorance in, in every way possible from players on Apex Legends has hit an all time high. How long does it take to get a solo mode ready? Let's go already. And I'm legit finding. Uh, or, or I'm legit finding a new game. The lag, the inconsistent hitboxes, and the constant FPS problems uh, step up your game. So it seems like Apex Legends came out with a really polished game, but has really started to have some other issues, especially with that hitbox issue where all the characters have very different hitboxes. So it really matters what kind of characters you play as. Um and then yeah constant FPS problems as well as lag problems so um, what are your thoughts on the battle royale market and community right now?
1: it's tough to say exactly what it what's happening because well, with battlefield 5 it's <laughs> it's easier to say because <laughs> I feel like that was doomed before it started um, in a lot of ways just because they weren't that game was not built for battle royale. We haven't even played it, (laughs) so uh, I feel bad talking like anything, saying anything bad about it. But I've watched a lot of gameplay and heard a lot of opinions that it's just not, it's just not up to snuff in so many ways. Uh, And Battlefield Five, as the as a base game, didn't do like it didn't do super well. Uh, So it's not going and and it's a cost like it's not a free to play game, so it's not going to have the the player base flock to it. For the Battle Royale, if they weren't there before, if there's a cost for the game. Um Call of Duty's probably in a similar spot, but at least Black Ops Four did, I think, better in terms of regular sales. Um yeah. just anyway. And they have like the the cheaper version, like that you can get on PC with just the like without zombies, I think. Um, mm-hmm. which helped a little bit. They've done the free they did that free month, I think, like a little while back. Like so I don't know how Blackout's doing, to be honest, but Um, I think battlefield five is just, it's kind of battlefield five's fault (laughs) because their game is not up to snuff with apex. I feel like, like I love apex. Like I feel like that game is great. Um, if anything, it seems like maybe they just aren't iterating fast enough for like the hardcore community. Maybe, um, Mm. it seems like that's maybe part of the, part of the issue, but I don't know like what. What we're supposed to expect from these types of games because it's like fortnite is obviously the behemoth and that's the one that everybody you know all those articles are coming out like oh all the streamers went back to fortnite like now, now apex is gonna tank uh and honestly that's probably happens to a point like it you know it, when these new games come out i'm sure that streamers are paid to play apex for a little while um and like and even if it's new i'm sure some streamers go try it for a little while um just for that sake like you gotta get bored of playing Fortnite. um but if if it's not their thing or like if it gets stale because those are the people that play it literally every day and if they're not patching new stuff in every week like you know part of it part of it i think you would get bored and maybe want something new and Fortnite does have that like they're literally changing stuff every week and they're like changing the map and they're dropping new rule sets in and like new custom game modes and they're they partner with marvel and do crazy stuff like it it doesn't always hit for them because i do read articles about like players are pissed that this happened and now they got to change it but then they change it like the next day uh so i they just have more resources i think and i mean and those there's articles about like people being overworked over at <laughs> epic too so i don't know how you compete with fortnite um in terms of like how fast you iterate and change your game i don't think yeah. i don't think you can uh and even there was a guy at respawn that stated too like about because people were kind of lukewarm on the season one stuff which to be fair it, it kind of sucked like it wasn't that interesting yeah um and but then he also said, like, you know, we're, we want to make a good game, but we don't want to like exhaust our teams. Um, I know he's probably saying stuff to like to have a good PR statement out in the market, but I don't blame them if they don't want to iterate as fast as Fortnite does because you have to have so many people working so many hours to be able to move that fast. Um, yeah. and I don't know how, I don't know how you do it. Um, in a lot of ways unless you throw a lot more money at it but you have to have all the infrastructure and all the people like to be able to do it too uh and apex like hasn't been out very long (laughs) um so like they're probably still working on some of the core stuff uh and getting like you said like there's still fps problems like i know that when we were playing even this was like a few weeks ago probably since we've played last but we'd still get into matches every once in a while where the frame rate would just tank and everything would go slow until like half the players died. Uh, and then it would pick back up. But so that, that was still in there when we were playing. Yeah. And I, I, not that I, I don't really have a problem with that cause it's free and it's new. So it's yeah. like, they'll, they'll get it fixed if they want that game to succeed in the market, but give them a little time. But yeah. I don't know if people are willing to do that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. People want instant gratification and instant, uh, instant fixes and stuff. Um, We, it's almost like we are causing that problem that we talk about so much with the video game industry and people being overworked and deadlines and demands and stuff um, that, yeah, maybe we should just, maybe what we should be doing is instead of focusing completely on one game all the time, maybe we should be diversifying our game interests a little bit more like take do one game for a little while then come for like a month and a half or two then come back to it after a while see what's changed and it's almost like you relearn the game it becomes a new thing um but yeah i don't know um do you think we haven't played
1: if if like if fortnite wasn't in the market do you think it would be the same type of pace or is fortnite the one setting the pace and that's why everybody gets frustrated
0: i think it's cultural right now i think it's pretty much everything I mean, you, the reason why is you see youtubers that are playing one game only and that's their that's their money you know as their their money is that game so they find a game that they like to play they find a game that they're particularly good at they start streaming it they start creating their revenue for it etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know we as a culture who are interested in a certain game watch that game or watch them stream it and encourages them to keep doing that with that one ol- and only specific game, and so when when you have a game that is your primary source of income or uh, primary source of secondary income, you kind of become you you get more frustrated. You have more invested interest in how the su- the, su- the success or the failure of the game, and so I can see. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just feel like right now culturally video game wise it's strongly encouraged for people who are into a game to choose a game and stick with the game you know forever pretty much until it dies and um, or until your market has lost interest in that game and then once the, um, the market has lost interest in the game then you can go find a new game that's similar or offshoot so you know people who pretty much stream Fortnite all the time might stream Apex as well once in a while. It's the same genre of game, same kind of market of people who are interested in the game so I don't know, I think because there's so much monetary value in those type of industries there's not as much of the casual gamer it seems like. The casual gamer doesn't always watch YouTube videos or doesn't always jump in on following a bunch of different people because they're just casual, you know? I don't know. It, maybe I'm just crazy.
1: Well, I, I think you're probably at least like it makes sense when it comes to like games almost have to be built, at least these types of games, they have to serve the streamer <laughs> uh, yeah. a little bit more than they even serve the casual player, which kind of sucks. But, and I feel like Fortnite is really the only game in that genre, at least right now that is moving as fast as like maybe the streamers would want it to. Because then, like, if they're going to sit down and play this, like, 8 to 10 hours a day...
0: They have to be entertained, too. They have
1: to be entertained, and it's probably nice to have, like, a new patch every single week with new stuff to do and new modes and, like, just to mix it up. Like, I'm sure that's uh, a lot about the streamers, as it is for the people that play the game. Because, obviously, they want everyone to spend money, but I would imagine it keeps the streamers at least interested a little bit more than just playing Apex and being frustrated with a bug, like over and over because nothing else is changing like it's probably easier to get fixated on like um buggy mechanics or like something that hasn't been done uh when they're not really putting out anything new and the thing that they did put out that was new with season one was like kind of mediocre yeah so i I could see how that's yeah that's like a a part of the problem but i don't again i don't know how you fix it because it's a pretty good game uh i i I don't know. And I think there's still a market for Apex for sure. There's a lot of people playing it. And I don't think like nobody thought they were going to like top Fortnite because I don't think you can right now. It's just too big. Uh, I'm sure it will have its downfall eventually, but not right now.
0: (laughs) It's too big. It's similar to World of Warcraft. I mean, eventually World of Warcraft has fallen to where it is now. And there'll always be a, a market and an interest for it. Um, but it might take a few ten years before people are willing to give up on it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy uh, to to see something like that, especially with something like Fortnite, just like it's like mainstream culture now. Like you see it everywhere. Like it's last thing I can think of that like hit that hard in the market was maybe Minecraft, I guess. Like even yeah. and World of Warcraft did kind of the same thing, but it was more like you know, all the nerds play World of Warcraft and so many nerds play World of Warcraft that the mainstream knows about it. But Minecraft and Fortnite are more like, no, literally, like everybody plays Fortnite uh, and all your kids play Fortnite and all your classmates probably also play Fortnite <laughs> and your teachers might not play, but they know that all their students, like everybody knows about Fortnite. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool. Like I, even though I don't really like Fortnite, um, but Man, I don't know. I don't know what you do to, to stop it. I don't think you can. And I think Epic is probably just like trying to do whatever they can to keep as many people coming to their game as possible. Um, yeah. And they're probably one of the only companies right now that has like the money and the resources and the power in the market to just throw stuff at it.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Because
1: if imagine if like EA or like. Ubisoft or one of these other companies had Fortnite. Like, I don't, I don't think it would go the same way. Like, I think they would F it up somehow. (laughs) Oh yeah. For Um, sure. And Epic is at least like, you know, I, who knows, there's a lot of shady stuff going around Epic every once in a while, but it's like, they've done a good job maintaining the momentum.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, they have. Um, I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting to see how everything transitions and, and handles, uh, that comes down the road and everything with them But I don't think we'll be back to Battle Royales Probably for another Oh probably a few months I would imagine because we're, we, we're Really kind of enjoying our, our casualness
1: Yeah even Overwatch the other night Was like super fun so I feel like I feel like we Overwatch is Kind of our go to when we're Not playing something new still
0: Yeah Yeah no I completely agree Completely agree Um, So moving on to the next topic though the next thing that's really interesting that Brian actually broke this today. So good job, Brian. Um, Disney takes over the world is, <laughs> I guess, the short version of it. It uh, They bought out Comcast's portion of Hulu. So now it used to be just Comcast and Disney that owned Hulu, but now Hulu owns solely all shares. So uh, a little history is... Uh, Hulu was owned ten percent by, um, oh shoot, what was it? Well, AT and T, and then thirty percent by Comcast, thirty percent by Disney, and thirty percent by Fox. And with Disney buying Fox, uh, was it last year or so? They absorbed Fox's portion of Hulu, so they Disney then owned sixty percent of. Um, Hulu then they bought out Comcast or AT&T. Um what's interesting is the article that I was reading on that though. Supposedly they bought only 99.5% of AT&T shares. So supposedly AT&T might own 0.5% of Hulu still. <laughs> I that's a very random number. Is that like one key stakeholder is like I'm not selling, <laughs> yeah. you know. I don't know. <laughs> um which I guess that one person good good for them because they are probably going to make a ton of money off of that five you know, point five percent, not even one percent, um, and then yeah, then today they bought out their their last portion, the big portion of it, so they own ninety nine point five percent of Hulu now, um, which pretty much means when you think about it, Disney literally owns ABC, Fox, Hulu. If you if you if you like it, it's probably Disney that owns it. Um, and they talk about how they're going to have some bu- bundling packages now where you'll have um, Disney Plus and Hulu unknown on the price on that at the time but potentially you can, you can bundle some subscriptions they're also going to allow ESPN Plus to be bundled with Hulu so I don't yeah, know I Hulu forgot- might actually be
1: let's forget that they have ESPN too man they have they literally own everything yeah um, love it. Give me some value, Disney. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm worried like a little bit, like in the back of my mind, about Disney taking over the world. But for the most part, I'm actually fairly happy with what Disney's putting out, except for Star Wars. But um, they'll figure that out. Um, I don't know. I'm I don't know how I feel about like the product part. I guess because like we use Hulu and Netflix. Same. Um, and I'm kind of happy with both of them for you know they both have their place like netflix is good for originals and movies and hulu is not and hulu is good for like a tv replacement um service because they have a lot of like shows that you would get on like local or like broadcast tv that you can keep up with from week to week if you want and then they have like a lot of series television that you can watch Um, yeah which netflix doesn't seem to have uh outside of like originals and some big hitters that they've paid for like friends or the office or which sounds like that might be in the next few years going away as well. Yeah. Um, Well, I
0: don't know if they're going to be able to let that go because if you're, if you have literally (laughs) Netflix versus Disney, um, I would hold on to friends.
1: Well, well, and it's like, I don't know. Um, I don't know how those contracts work exactly. Like if, if, if they just have to like meet, with the amount of money that they need to pay, or if like, because uh, what Friends is owned by and The Office and like some of those big like long run sitcoms that everybody loves are NBC, uh, which is not owned by anyone, <laughs> I think not <laughs> at least not by Disney. Um, so and I think they've talked about like having their own streaming platform, but it's not, it's not up to snuff yet, or maybe it's not live yet. I don't know, but I I'm worried that maybe. <laughs> If there's a third player with those shows, I don't see it doing super well. I know that people like friends in the office, but like, what else do you have? Yeah. Uh, Disney, I feel like can, I'm more interested in the Disney stuff because I was probably already going to subscribe to Disney plus, (laughs) um, at least for a little while, because I'm really interested in all their original content that they're talking about, um, with the Marvel and the star Wars stuff. So, and we already have Hulu. So I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm interested in what happens with like bundles or any crossover stuff.
0: By the way, uh, Comcast and GE own NBC Universal.
1: That's right. Yeah, because I was like thinking Comcast. So and it's weird because they're the ones selling their Hulu stake, but I, it's probably because they're they have plans for their own streaming thing, so they don't need Hulu or they don't want Hulu because they're going to do their own thing anyway.
0: Yeah, and then
1: they're going to pull all of NBC's content over there. But I don't know i guess we'll see what happens i guess the the thing i that i got started on this was talking about netflix because over in the gaming sphere uh, of the world netflix um was in the headlines for e3 uh yeah <laughs> this week which i thought was was kind of weird um but the only thing i've seen so far from netflix uh when it comes to games is there's a stranger things game um which i don't know a ton about it's it's kind of like an indie like like 8-bit, I'm not sure what genre it is. Um, Stranger Things 3, the game is what it's called, um, which they will have more to talk about at E3. But they're hosting a panel, um, uh, so it sounds like they're going to have more to talk about than just the Stranger Things game that they're like helping make or at least having made, uh, so, which is weird. So
0: the Stranger Things game, if you haven't watched the like trailer or, or anything for it, Imagine um, the old Home Alones on like the NES. That's kind of what it reminds me of. Um, it's not quite as, it's not 2D, you know, it's somewhat 3D still. So it has, you know, imagine combining the um, Home Alone aspect of of a game with the 16-bit, um, but also like Theme Hospital and other things. Um, but... Yeah, I mean it seems like a rather interesting game. It doesn't seem like it can take a lot of bandwidth or a lot of a lot of work to make. <laughs> um so I don't know. I don't it'd be so weird if Netflix has a gaming service that they start with the Stranger Things game.
1: Well, and that's kind of more what I was interested in with like w- what they're looking to do with games on the whole, not just with this one off. Um like does it mean they're going to partner like more of their original properties like with game companies to try and make them into games on the existing platforms or do you think they're going to go like try and get gaming content on their platform in some way? Like, I don't hmm. know how that would work. Cause yeah, like, I don't know either. Like the closest thing they've done to that is like, like Bandersnatch or I think they did one other, one other one, like where you get to make the choices Uh, but even that is kind of a stretch to like say that it's like a video game. I know like I it's interactive, but is it, is it a, I don't know if it would be considered a video game. Like would they go to E3 with that type of content? It doesn't seem like they would. Uh, It seems Mm. like E3 would be more like stuff that's coming out on consoles or PC or mobile, uh, which stranger things is coming out on those traditional platforms. So, yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe they have just more original property games. I'm trying to think of Netflix or properties that would be cool uh to be made into video games. Stranger Things is an interesting
0: one. Hmm. I I honestly see that as a um a game Brian would love to play.
1: <laughs> a Stranger Things game. It's like an old yeah, like an NES style Stranger Things game. He loves Stranger Things.
0: He loves everything eighties, um, you know, retro all along that line so
1: it's it's uh, weird because like all all the stuff i'm i'm trying to think of stuff that i've watched on netflix recently that i really liked like umbrella academy was super good but even that it's like what type of game do you make for their type of content it's all mainly like story-based stuff uh, because that's what the type of business they're in is telling really good stories which could be interesting it's just like i'm so curious about what they what they have to say at e3 yeah
0: so, the next thing is Epic is buying everything. What are they buying this time, Brett? <laughs> yeah, back to Epic. We talk about every, Epic every week now. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we should just change our podcast to the Epic podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and people are people are still not happy with them, but uh, I, here's basically uh, what happened this week. So, um, for, for starters, uh, we already talked about Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is coming up later this year, uh, sequel to Wildlands. So that is going to be exclusive to the Epic Store um, and Uplay, which is Ubisoft's like client on PC. Um, and that's like, Ubisoft games have usually come out on Uplay. Like, that's not a new thing. Uh, but this time, it's also going to be on the Epic Store and not available on Steam. Um, at least not at launch. So... That's kind of, I, I don't, I don't really know. Like I, I feel like we keep reading stories about this and I don't, I don't play PC a ton. So I don't really have a super close opinion, um, to like preferring steam to another client or that kind of
0: thing. Yeah. Uh,
1: the other one is the outer wilds, which we talked about last week. It's a, that like indie kind of no man's sky light space game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also, it's coming out on an Xbox and PC, uh, that's a timed Epic Store exclusive, which there's a few other few other of those that have come out over this last year, like Borderlands 3 is going to be a timed exclusive. Um, th- it seems like they're just buying up stuff like left and right as they can get it uh, to either be like only on their platform or to be exclusive for a while on their platform uh, just so they can get stuff away from Steam. And I don't know. I, I understand, guess the I only understand thing why that,
0: they're doing it. The only thing I am worried about with Steam... And this whole situation is my two hundred two dollar and six cents investment of rebellion if all of a sudden epic breaks steam and takes it all away, <laughs> I'm not gonna have my star Wars rebellion
1: well yeah and i I don't think anything so far has happened like where you know they have bought a bought the exclusive rights like and something was on Steam. I don't think anything's gotten pulled from steam at all uh there was a few like Kickstarters or, like, you know, games that hadn't come out yet that were pre-ordering through Steam, and then they, and then they bought exclusive rights, uh, but I think in every situation so far, it's been, like, if you bought it already on Steam, it'll still work, uh, you just can't buy it on Steam anymore, which is weird, um, but I, I don't think, so I don't think anybody's getting burned that, like, made a purchase, it's just kind of, like, man, I guess, like, I could see it, I wish you could buy stuff anywhere you want to buy it, because... Steam is a much better client with a lot more features and a lot more community than Epi- the Epic Store. Um, yeah. The Epic Store, just has it hasn't had time to get any of that stuff done yet. Uh, and they launched without a lot of features. So I, I don't know. But I, I understand why they're buying up things left and right because they have the money to do it and it's going to get people to buy stuff on their platform. Um, yeah. I don't know how, how else to spin it. Like, And I, I know there's like conversations about the Epic store is giving people a better deal as well in terms of money paid to developers than Steam does by a significant amount. So it's like, are they trying to put pressure on Steam to also, like, look, is it, is it gonna create competition for Steam to have to lower their cut as well to match Epic? Or would that even matter if Epic is throwing a big sum of money in advance at these people? Like, maybe it wouldn't even matter. Cause they're just yeah. saying, we'll give you this giant check and you just don't sell on Steam for six months. Uh, And I'm sure that that's probably way more important to especially any of these smaller devs than like any sort of percentage cut is going to be like if they can, if they can make sure that their game is like, and studio is safe right out of the gate, like sure. Take the
0: deal. Yeah.
1: It's frustrating to the consumer. I like, but I I don't know how else you spin
0: it. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly either. Um, So real quick, by the way, Um, non game related breaking news that just popped out is there's a new X-Men movie coming out. The trailer that just got dropped. Is it the Phoenix one? Yeah. Dark Phoenix. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I haven't seen the trailer yet. I knew that movie was coming out,
0: but are you,
1: do you like those, that line of movies?
0: I do. I normally like them a lot. The thing that's going to be hard is Sansa is, um, Jean Grey.
1: I know. I've never been a fan of that actor. Well, um,
0: what uh, one thing I learned, by the way, is I don't know if you knew this, she got her starting role uh, for acting in general in Game of Thrones. So, Oh,
1: like first role?
0: Yeah, that was her very first role was Game of Thrones. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, I always have a hard time with people who are in such a major genre and then jump to another major genre. I have a hard time taking them seriously. I mean, similar to Daenerys. Um, jumping over to Solo, the Solo story. Oh, that was yeah. really hard.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird, especially for those like, long-running shows where yeah. you get used to their character for so long.
0: So, But I'm tweeting the, the trailer if anybody wants to see it. So
1: Yeah, that's more exciting than the Epic Store. Yeah, um,
0: my personal opinion.
1: No, I agree. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like if if more of these start to come out, I probably won't start... I will stop putting them on the list. I just like everybody talks about them um all all over the place so it's it's just like if anything i hope maybe more competition will be created um in the marketplace for maybe steam to kind of get up get up out of their chair maybe a little bit yeah because i feel like they've just been kind of coasting for so long uh and not had to change any of their policies or like do anything really uh so maybe maybe if anything they'll they'll have to start moving a little bit quicker
0: yeah no i I completely agree um so I think that's where we should probably wrap up the show so as we wrap up today uh, I want to talk about what uh what we are excited about playing this week so what are you excited about playing this week for me I'm really excited I plan to play another another round of rebellion um and that that could take a few hours so a few nights if I'm only able to put a few hours in um Outside of that, honestly, this week I don't think I'm going to play much, just because I'm going down to Walla Walla for on Friday after work, and so I'm not going to be on this Friday night, um, or even Saturday night and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'll probably just play some Star Wars Rebellion, or I'll probably hop on and play some Battlefield um, or Battlefront, excuse me, um, and try to finish the campaign with that. So, yeah, what are you gonna play?
1: I'm actually probably. Gonna try and play Battlefront as well. It's so funny because that game has been out for so long, <laughs> but we didn't we didn't buy it, so we we waited for it to come out on EA Access. Um, and now you talking about it, I just like and we just recently watched uh, the Force Awakens uh, mm. again in the background. So I was just like, yeah, I gotta try it and see. I'm just playing the campaign. I don't really have any interest in the multiplayer, um, but I I would like to see what they do to the campaign. And supposedly it's canon, right?
0: supposedly
1: I'm probably just going to put that in the back of my mind but in case it sucks Um, yeah but uh, yeah so canon story I've I've only played maybe an hour so far so I I don't know if I'll finish it this week but I'll probably be playing that at least for the next couple days until Friday night
0: Maybe this week I'll try to find a good article or something that talks about what now officially is canon and what's not in Star Wars. Because I'll be honest, I'm a little confused myself. So
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea. And I I know like a while back some stuff got like removed maybe. And then like some of the new video games were and some were not. And that kind of, I don't know. So confusing.
0: Yeah. So I hope you all have an epic week as well. Don't forget to tell a friend about the show. Give us a rating and review. Follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. And if you want to support the show on Patreon forward slash WBGCast as well. Um, And until next time. See you next week.